Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their folkloric origins to their current pop culture incarnations. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and today I'm joined by Cameron. How's it going, Cameron? Hi, uh, I'm doing all right, actually. Um, settling things in. Uh, the Australian election is over, so I don't have to think about that anymore. Uh, and uh, I mean, it's still been very busy at work, but it's not been completely tropical rainstorm at all times uh so i've not been soaking wet every day that i've been working so it's been a nice change of pace this last week uh yeah getting through it <laughs> that, that sometimes that's just what we gotta do just kind of exactly get and yeah it's it's yeah. it's a time it's a time for everybody right now i think continuing mm-hmm. it didn't stop it's just forever still <laughs> I don't. still there still there uh yeah well what's also still there we're still we're still here and yeah. uh yeah it's um this week uh leonard is taking a a deserved rest he's doing mm-hmm. a, like a little mini staycation or something i don't know <laughs> don't know what he's up to but yeah, uh, something along those lines he's he's recuperating getting that stress break everyone everyone can mm. use that um i oh, yeah. i took my break live the week before so we'll just <laughs> we'll just rotate it i guess um mm. but yeah so last episode we were on the elden ring train and that will be the case for next week um but this week we were doing something different uh it was Technically, I mean, I guess it was a little bit shorter notice, um, but mm. we always have the backlog. There's always a catalog of beasties, and we are are reaching backward in time, uh, both for the movie we covered and also for the the topic. Uh, we're looking at trolls again. Um, the last <laughs> one we did was Tal, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah and then right before that troll hunter mm. or tro- troll hunters the troll hunter mm. something like that that's, yeah that's yeah pretty much the title uh which are fantastic and uh yep. go listen to us talk about them and then go watch them or however you want to yep. do that what order whatever order uh but this time something a little a little different this isn't a found footage um genre uh this is going to be more of a it's a it's a comedy with yeah horrific undertones implications mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the more you dwell on it the more horrific it becomes uh but oh, absolutely. we are, yeah <laughs> so we're <laughs> we're looking at um the film troll from 1986 uh, this was directed by john mm-hmm. carl beekler and it is a a well, I guess sort of a podcast favorite. Uh, uh, the production <laughs> or the producer, rather, uh, Charles Band. Um, we've we've taken a look at uh, the last one we did was dolls, but also subspecies, and I think something else. But memory escapes me. It's been a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, his his production company um empire empire productions uh, is very distinctive um they became uh, f- 
Full Moon Productions, I believe, uh, which is mm. what they currently are, and they just churn out, I think, Evil Bong number nine, you know, just lots of puppets and stop motions yeah. and little doll things, and it's all good fun. Uh, <laughs> Troll is no exception to that. It is, in fact, probably the one of the harbingers of what became uh, Charles Band's like productions mm. in in tone and in production value. It's not. It's all B um, B grade cinema, uh, which is what makes it so fun uh, because you have mm. to do a lot of heavy lifting with limited budget and um mm. not so many takes you know there's yeah <laughs> there's a lot to be said for being able to reshoot a scene x amount of times until it looks like someone's putting in some kind of effort or something um mm. everyone's kind of just milling about in this one yeah that makes sense you know, we, yeah, you know, a couple of people are 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 earning their paycheck. The other ones are just there for the paycheck, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. There's a couple of couple of good moments of acting, and the rest is acceptable to middling. Uh. <laughs> yeah, our 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 main protagonist uh, is <laughs> Harry Potter Junior. Junior, um, yeah. Um, this does predate the books by, by about ten or eleven 10 years. years. <laughs> but yeah, by about yeah. ten years. Um, <laughs> with almost uh, the same plot. Yeah, yeah. In in sort like, of. in an over an overall theme, a thematic mm. angle. Mm. Uh, but Harry Potter is portrayed by Noah Hathaway, who we have just most mm. recently seen in the Neverending Story. He was a Treyu. Yes, yeah, and he was oh, that. While that was only two years prior to this, he was he was a, he was a cute kid in Never mm. Story. In this, not so much. I think it's the haircut. Okay. Yeah, he's he's it's become a, a grungy teenager. Yeah, he's <laughs> like Ralph Macchio, Karate Kid version. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, he's he does fine. He's maybe a little bit. It's real weird because now he's the whiny one. Yes, sort of switched around a little. Yeah, I don't know that that works for him. Hmm. I yeah, I didn't think his character was very strong, um, as far as like mm. the characterization was. Um, they're just really whiny. But then again, <laughs> everyone's real, real weird. This is like not an apartment complex you'd want to live in. No, no, no. Yeah, this is a, this is an interesting community <laughs> of like five people. It's it's real mm. weird. Um, <laughs> and the and this is uh, I think it's supposed to be in San Francisco. Yeah, it's supposed to be in San Francisco, and no, mm. like. <laughs> these apartments are huge like it's just big sp yeah giant spaces you're going yeah that's oh the, yeah that's like San full, full apartment. house apartment complex <laughs> yeah um i believe this was filmed in italy 
Oh, um, well, that's interesting. Instead, which would. Yeah, it was shot in hands. Italy, yeah. near Rome. Yeah. Yeah, but and. The um, cinematography. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Charles Band had um, bought out Dino De Laurentiis' uh, movie studio uh. in Italy and was using that. Um, for a lot of mm. things, and I think eventually he bought a castle and was using that for stuff too. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> the plot of this movie, I'm acting aside because that's not really what we're here for. Uh, mm. The the Potter family moves into a new apartment. Yeah, in San Francisco, with big giant quotes around it. <laughs> and uh, like Im- immediately, uh, Harry Potter Jr. and his sister Wendy are like left alone while their parents yep. go p- go pick up um, <laughs> fast fast burgers. yeah fast food burgers, <laughs> uh, and like he doesn't want to be a babysitter. She's a few years younger than him. Mm. And she just runs off to play by herself uh, in the the laundromat in the basement. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> and immediately is is kidnapped and replaced by our, our mm. main villain, the uh, the yeah. troll. Now that that wasn't super clear to me, and I was really impressed that in like the first five minutes they straight up killed a child and replaced them with the monster, which they showed the full monster in the first five minutes. I was like, wow, they're not beating around the bush with this one. And then later on in the film, they're like, no, she's being kidnapped. You can still save her. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, she screams and it's, it's all, it's sort of like off screen shadow. Mm. Yeah. Shadows. And then the troll hangs around to yeah. replace the sister. Mm-hmm. To go about his family, mm. weirdly, like I don't. The logistics of his plan aren't mm. great. No, no. Um. So Torok the troll, <laughs> his design's really fun. Yes. It's yeah. Creepy. Mm. <laughs> Very like, creepy. It's so. This version of a troll is European, but mainly, I would say from like the british isles mm. it's style. got yeah more of a more of a fey style than the big yeah, monster styles I, I mean they're nordic areas yeah they're literally quoting edmund spencer's fairy queen we're mm. not quoting it but yeah. like reading it it's that style mm. the edges of illuminated manuscript and arthurian legend it, it's that mm. is what we're sort of dealing with where the 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 fey creatures are they're mischievous but pretty much malevolent mm. like anything they're yeah. doing is is it looks a little whimsical but it's 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 it's, it's harmful to people mm. um mm. and there's reasons <laughs> for that it it ex- kind of explains it yeah so torok masquerades as wendy and mm. it's real weird because at sometimes he like 
is he just learning things and picking up stuff? It's, his character is very mm. strange where there's a lot of things where he'll just be a troll. And then sometimes <laughs> he'll say stuff and you're going, okay, do you just, we're watching a lot of TV. Like, where did you get that? <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, the I'm Godzilla moment was interesting. Yeah. That, yeah, I think that's what happened. And what what I do like about this is the troll is just shy of four feet tall. He's not mm. well, not yeah. physically imposing in height, but in stature, he's very yeah. thickly built. Yeah, and Broad. is very strong, mm. which is fun. Yeah, yeah, was the part where he like picks a guy up and throws him, just shrugging <laughs> off stuff and chucking people and. It's like, okay, mm. that, that makes more sense. Like, he's he's physically imposing, even if he's not, like, Big. large. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he has a... So, this is what feels like it's drawing on that sort of, like, mischievous fairy logic. Like, he has a mm. sort of moral code, mm. but it's real loose. <laughs> <laughs> and he he treats people differently based on like how it's um real surface level reads i think yes yeah because, because he, the characters he, are all like mm. archetypes and he's mm. but he, but he's treating them that way too like they're not they're, no one's very deep um no and since everyone is their personalities built around like a foible or a, a almost a trope, but mm. he treats them that way too. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't understand the deeper, you know, internal beings of people. They're not very complex creatures. No. these humans. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. yeah. He sort of seems to latch onto one thing about them and then immediately judge them all through that and, you know, particular cases, pick what he does to them based on that as well. Um, yeah. He, he's a real he's a real creep and weirdo, as well as just being a horrible little monster. Um, yeah, this this film was really interesting in a few ways, and one of the one of the things is that sort of read of he doesn't seem to like, you know, grasp anything beyond taking people at face value but also just like the uh, <laughs> we mentioned earlier they just left the kids hang around the apartment block while they went out they're like it was it was a different time because half of this movie is torok gets into a place by knocking on someone's door and then walking through it when they open it and just being allowed to hang out in their apartment <laughs> like yeah <laughs> Dude, and it's weird because mm. This this apartment complex, it's uh there's no other kids. These are the first kids in mm. the that live in the building. As we mentioned, everyone's very specific like, mm -hmm. in their in their mm -hmm. natures and in their character. They don't they don't get a whole lot of development, but you you can't mistake them for something else, which is like a downfall. Um, of, yeah, for each of them. So you have uh, the—I don't even know what to classify the 
Potters as aside from having like the worst fashion sense. Uh, the Harry Potter seniors hat was driving oh my me God. up the wall. It's awful. It's the worst. <laughs> it's a little green or blue bucket hat, and it's I think it's too small for his head. And he mm, and mm. it doesn't match his clothes, and he just won't nope. take it off. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's not it, great. It, it, it's <laughs> clashing in every like sense of it. He's otherwise dressed fine, but then that mm. little hat. <laughs> Got to add that little bit of flair so you know that he's not a normal nuclear family dad from the 80s. Yeah. The only thing he brought with him was like 3,000 LPs. and Yeah. Uh, of, of rock. Of rock <laughs> 60s rock music. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah. There's a little bit of interest with him. He's he's like you know what is it? He's a book reviewer. Yeah, he's a he's a book reviewer. Mm. Yeah, so he's he's got a little character death, you know, like he's got maybe slightly unusual taste in music. He's got a job that we don't see a lot in, like on screen, uh, not necessarily protagonists but characters. Uh, and then yeah, he's just otherwise the 1980s dad, but with a terrible hat added on. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, his his wife, she's just around. It's weird. Yeah, pretty much. They have a weird yeah. sitcom relationship. Um mm. they're they 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 they're competent adults. Mm. Maybe they're okay parents. It's real hard to tell because again, this is such a brief film. Yes. And it, yeah. it's, it, it moves pretty quickly. Yeah, oh, After it, about it rackets minutes. along. Yeah, you yeah. get through that first 20 minutes of setting up, here's the building and then its inhabitants, and like here's the beginning of what's going on, and then it just keeps rolling really quickly after that, sort of builds up its momentum pretty well after that, which it's only like an 86-minute film, including credits, so yeah, they don't have a lot of time to work with. No, it doesn't have, like, there's not. it's not long in the tooth or anything. Um, their mm. their first neighbor we run into because the kids are running around, running around. screaming about pulling on fire burgers. <laughs> yeah, T- um, Torok loves burgers now, and he mm-hmm. pulled the fire alarm and he he stole Harry Potter Junior's lunch, and they're just it's a lot, <laughs> and the alarm is blaring, yeah. and the blaring thing goes for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just like the, the, they're dialoguing, and it's just this alarm in the background. Yeah. So the <laughs> first, I think we meet Peter Dickinson first. That's Sonny Bono, just randomly in this movie. Yeah. Um, and he is a, he's a swinger. That's yep. all yep. he is, <laughs> and all he aspires to be. Um, and it's the weekend. It's his Friday night, and he's wants mm-hmm. quiet. He doesn't score. want. Yeah, he's looking to score, and he doesn't want. What is it? It's like he said something weird. It was like I don't want to hear mm. kids doing something or other. It's like it's yeah. kill, it kills the mood. Kills the vibes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he needs kids to 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 do that. He's capable of doing it on his own. He's not mm-hmm. a. He's like a less crude austin powers 
it's like a man that's that does yeah. it, you know he does a thing but like doesn't you don't uh, no one understands how he's getting anyone to go to his apartment in the first place <laughs> i'm assuming lots of alcohol yeah i mean uh, uh, that's that's gotta be part of <laughs> it given by the way his apartment looks as well yeah it's his apartment it's, it's, is it's like a, it's a bar yeah it's a bar that has a big bed sort of built into one half of it and everything silk sheets and black wall paint and uh rather tasteless decor <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty hideous <laughs> mm. <laughs> not good no it's not um yeah so there was peter dickinson he's the first guy we run into and then uh we get introduced to oh barry i think was it? it's yeah barry mr was in the in special forces or whatever US yeah, marines. he was in like the marines and he's retired which is weird because he doesn't look Question old enough to be retired. Yeah, he oh he he looks like he's in his late thirties, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but he's oh, he's so sweaty. He's a very sweaty man, just running around doing his exercise at all times. Yeah, he's <laughs> in, got a, in the full outfit and everything. Yeah, sweatband, and he has his um, it's those. At the time, they were just why well, you could get, but it's like those the shitty little headphones that have the uh, mm. foam, like the foam little ear covers on them. It's like, yeah, you know, those get yeah. wet, and it's like, oh, it's gross. oh yeah, that's no good. I've had no. to use those before. They're not, they're not good. No, they're not. And you like the little metal thing hurts you, like it mm-hmm. poking head. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just like he's real raw, but not. Mm. I don't know. It's a weird. He's a weird guy. Everyone's he's, weird. He's very strange. Movie. Yeah. But he's pretty strange. Like, I kind of got the impression from his bits later in the film that this might almost be a little bit like a stolen Valor personality. Because, you know, like... Yeah, he's like... If that's the case, he wasn't in, like, combat or anything. Oh, yeah. Maybe from yeah, the, cause, like, far away. <laughs> he's he's yeah. terrible at it. Yeah, he's terrible, he's like, and... death in the face. What does it look like? Yeah, How should I know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's real just posturing. Mm. It was fine. It's annoying. Yeah. But, you know, every every no one in this movie is like very bearable. Um No. And then there was uh Jeanette and her yeah. boyfriend. Boyfriend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's an aspiring actress, I believe. Maybe I don't remember. It's really funny. She because said she I... had an audition at one point, but yeah. apart from that, not much else about her. Yeah, because I, I I see her in this, and all I could think of was um, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation <laughs> because she's in that or at around the same time. Yeah, yeah, but that's fair. Th- th- this is like the less money having version. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Cause she's in this crappy apartment. I mean these actually look pretty mm. probably pretty expensive, but um Oh yeah. It's it's a nice apartment, but it's not living it up like she could be. No, and with <laughs> everyone else living there, you're going, How does anyone pay for whatever? It's not yeah. it's best not to think about that. Yeah, she's she's fine. Her boyfriend's he seems like a nice guy. Mm. They're just they're a little yeah. weird, but they're just party. Yeah. The party kids. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. They'd have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> then our last uh, resident is um, Eunice St. Clair, and she mm-hmm. is a, a matronly mm. lady yep. that lives like on the top floor. Oh, oh, we do have one other, and that was. Um, oh, Malcolm. Malcolm Mallory. Yes. Probably the best Professor character. Best of English. Love yeah. him. He's great. Yeah, he's great. And that's the the primary cast of the film. I mean, it's it's yeah. one it's location. Basically, everyone. Yeah. yeah. The big thrust of this is that um, Torok is going from apartment to apartment and using his a magical ring with like mm-hmm. a little poison needle in it yeah <laughs> and if he jabs you you cover fate worse than death <laughs> boils you expand oh, yeah. and kind of you don't burst you expand like sweatily and disgusting and then mm-hmm. shrink it on yourself mm-hmm. and become a nasty little like bean pod yeah a gigantic seed kind of yeah. looking and yeah. then you rip open and the a portion of the the fairy realm pours out from your guts and mm-hmm. the rest of you is converted into transmogrified flesh that that becomes mm-hmm. uh Torok's old war buddies. Yeah. Yeah. All his old little, friends. Little goblins and kobolds and all kinds of things yeah Yeah, creepy creepy little lads yeah they're oh they're wet they're all so wet like nothing nothing but the best vaseline for these uh particular props yeah they're they're covered in ky that's that's the Mm go-to department of uh of special effects for a lot of these films actually is yeah. Is these um, prosthetics crazy? Yep, they <laughs> pu- puppets love it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the, the 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 wet I think is the worst part because I really like a lot of these little a lot of these little guys. They're they're just a whole bunch of little guys. They're all like there's the little pig faced guy and there's the little guy with the spider legs. There's, there's, two spider, the yeah, there's two little eyes. spider leg guys. There's a bug eyed yeah. little rat man. Mm. Yeah, they're all, all just... kind of cute and cool and a little creepy. Think... And then they oh, just yeah, they're not cute. In KY. <laughs> they're just... <laughs> the thing is, they're also kind of hairy. And it's, so it's mm. like, it all gets matted down with jelly. And it's, yeah. oh, yeah, that's not great. I, I'm um, just saying, without the KY, 90% improvement immediately. <laughs> Oh yeah, they look like little fuzzy just, little muppets. That would have been fine. Yeah, just leave it on like the mouth and the eyes, maybe if you want to make them look a little more alive. But don't literally. I mean, I know they were just like birthed out of a pod. I guess that's the reason. But don't don't just <laughs> they stay them. they stay wet though. It's like mm, they didn't they don't have no towel. Uh, well, the, well, they shot the pod scenes first, and then no one wanted to touch them after. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that just makes me like re reimagine a lot of Jim Henson stuff, but everything was just like wet. Mm. Oh God! Yeah, labyrinth, but with an additional coating of jelly. <laughs> everything, everyone has to be Ooh. jellified. 
Like, but David Bowie, especially. David Bowie. Oh yeah, <laughs> jelly jelly him up. Oh, oh man. Oh god. Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, listeners, for that. Or yep. maybe I'm not. We already gave you no. uh, <laughs> James Spader with jelly jelly in his mm. bones, jelly teeth. Yeah. This it's is fine. Jelly Bowie. Nothing you've never experienced before. <laughs> <laughs> people pay money for that sir oh. and I paid five dollars to watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah um they are they are a variety of like yeah little interesting like gnome kobold capricious little fey creature designs uh with with the one exception of Jeanette who ends up turning into multiple copies of herself but nude and covered in leaves because nymphs uh. <laughs> yeah and like yeah somehow lost 50 iq points mm-hmm. it's weird all like all, like laugh and teleport <laughs> yeah they all, like i can't say they became dumb because mm. the people were already kind of vapid yes but yeah then like the little creatures they don't talk so no they just kind of like make weird noises and look around oh, because the budget oh. didn't allow for having working mouths. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Mm. It's, yeah. yeah. Like, like Torok is the one who gets to talk and walk because he's literally Malcolm's actor in a prosthetic suit. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, um, uh, yeah. Fonda Caro. And he's, um, his filmography is, pretty fun he is a, he does a lot he of stuff with stuff. um Charles band but he was also in um mm. sabrina the teenage witch and uh hocus pocus uh empire don't know return of the jedi mm. um, yeah some other some other stuff all kinds of fun uh, stuff all kinds of fun. i think out of those though um this, his his malcolm mallory is just such a nice guy. Mm. Yeah, he's just a really like sweetly spoken, gentle man who's lived his whole life with, you know, in this case, Phil Fondacaro has dwarfism, so his character has something similar, but it's also slowly killing him. Um, yeah. And so he's sort of become this very kind, well-read person to enjoy his life as best he can. Yeah, yeah. He has some some kind of like um it's I think it's a it sounds like it's a cancer. Like a bone mm. marrow yeah. cancer. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's just he's like an author and a uh Professor of English. Professor of English, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, he 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 just delivers like a five minutes eat eats up like five minutes of the movie um reading uh, the fairy queen mm. and just giving it like a nice little soliloquy it's yeah it's good it's um, nice he's good <laughs> yeah the only like that scene is fun uh, but we're treated to the little fairies and goblins um mm, all singing along singing they're singing yeah. to the the story 
Mm. It's weird. Um, it, it's it makes sense. It, it makes sense, I guess, once we find out like what's going on more. Yeah. Um, but it's the most bizarre. I will say so. Uh, in in it's not really a tangent. Um, this the soundtrack for this is fantastic. Like I love. Mm. Uh, really a lot of a lot of the Charles Band stuff, but um, this one was done by um, uh, Richard Band. It's uh, I want to say it's Charles Band's father. Mm. Uh, yeah, he. Um, I don't know. Okay, it's, that's what it is. It's his brother. Um, yeah, Charles' brother composed um, the music. Mm. Uh, actually, he's scored a bunch of things, and he's still still going. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he did like the Reanimator score and a bunch of like notable horror sci-fi movies. Uh, mm. Yeah, there, there's some fun strains of music that kind of like loop. Um, and I I had yeah. just it's weird because not related to the podcast i was listening to the soundtrack for this a few weeks ago <laughs> like but that's not what like i was like hey look at troll um yeah i was like hey i'll just it's just on my amazon music playlist and i was like oh these are these are really fun songs and then having listened mm-hmm. to those and they pop up in the movie i'm like oh yeah i i remember those more than i remembered like what was going to go what's going on uh <laughs> But yeah, they they're doing the weird song, and um, we didn't. Uh, we gotta cycle back down, or back back around to Eunice Saint Clair. So mm. the entire time that this is going on, uh, the, you know, um, Kor- uh, Tor- Korok Torok is going and mm. going apartment to apartment. But it's not like all at one time. It's he's taking his time, even though he has a like a three day limit. <laughs> he's going very slowly. <laughs> uh, and uh harry potter jr is like my sister is a pod person he i mean she's she's been throwing him across the room and he probably yeah. has several concussions and absolutely she's just just doing weird little mean tricks to him which is bizarre you think she would have just turned the potters into pod or into weird little creatures immediately i, I don't know mm-hmm. just no didn't explain <laughs> why um and he goes to talk to Eunice. I don't mm-hmm. remember why he decided that was a good idea. He just went to go talk to her. <laughs> Had to talk to someone, and she seemed like the most sane of all his neighbors. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think anyone else was home. Like everyone else was already transformed. Mm. I think was the problem. Yeah, I think he was that, knocking yeah. and like not. You know, just, he's just hearing weird noises and he's like okay he found a door that you know opened um Mm. and and you know we're not given a whole lot of her backstory at that moment but uh as a viewer we see that hey something's different she has a little mushroom familiar (laughs) yeah and like some some mounted head things on the wall that we never get a good look at but they also Seem to be animated times. Yeah, she has a whole wall full of wall hanger weapons. Mm. Like 
they look like prop weapons it's because <laughs> they were but um yep yep they're just like yeah, impractical just the cool the thing. medieval okay. stuff yeah. yeah yeah but like it looks like the garbage kind like oh yeah look, oh yeah like whatever they just <laughs> the prop department's like hey we got this hanging around Let's throw that on the wall mm. but uh so it it turns out that she is a princess sorcerer yes from the time before governments were governments and the land was mm. one and mm. the everything was divided into um humans and the the fairy folk like yes. they split the rule of the land between the two uh mm. and then there was a war because i think the people mm -hmm. were trying to take more stuff like they yeah, wanted more of it it was very it didn't get into what what i i don't know why there was yeah. war the the most of the explanation i think is that torok just wanted humans not to have any power maybe but then that's being that, told from the very human perspective and it's extremely vague beyond that so yeah it seemed like the humans were um taking advantage of the the fairy folk like pushing them to the side and and taking over more stuff and so mm. there needed to be a revolution and Torok the wizard started a mm. revolution with his little buddies and as far as i can tell the little buddies look they were small like they weren't bigger mm. <laughs> so i was like that, that doesn't seem like it's gonna work out too well and it didn't work out too well um the rebellion was quelled and he was turned in so I, he was a man or an elf or something mm. we don't know but there's little pictures yeah. of him but he wasn't mm. a troll he was a, a person and he was set yeah. to be married to the sorcerer princess <clears throat> who was just a princess at the time yeah, but she wanted to learn magic <laughs> so she could like be more even with her sorcerer fiance. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like she's like, yeah, it's, oh, it's let's, let's do magic together. Yeah, yeah, well, they just didn't have <laughs> like she's explaining it, but she's not like taking a lot of time. Mm. She's just telling it no. to um, Harry Potter, <clears throat> and. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So he he the the rebellion fails. He gets exiled and turned into a, tr a curse to become a troll forever. Mm -hmm. But he he was a man. He was yeah. <sighs> this this confusing deep backstory lore for the nineteen eighty six hit film Troll. <laughs> yeah. So not only that that wasn't even like that's pretty clear. Mm. Like I, I get what was going on there. Yeah. Well, we don't understand why Torok is in San Francisco. No. Yeah. Why here? Why <laughs> here? We know why she's there because she's waiting for him to reappear so she can stop him. Because I think she, this has happened mm. before. Yeah. I mean, it had to have. It's been however many hundreds mm. of years. Yeah. Uh, 
but you know, there's no, they're not, and that's fine. Like it, you, you, you <laughs> don't really need to explain why he's just there. He's there, and he's going to destroy the world. Mm. Whatever. This is where he decided to pop up. Yeah. I mean, the the best explanation I can pull off the top of my head is, you know, it's about as far away from Britain as he could reasonably get within, you know, his time out on about because like he's got a limited time. He's active each year, it seems, or at least. I, actively trying to that, do this yeah i don't know is it annual because that's a lot. yeah if it's annual uh, that's a lot <laughs> if it's yeah. like once every hundred years that makes a little more sense yeah they, they didn't put that in the uh that wasn't in the exposition dump unfortunately we don't get like a, no. a time every that that would have made you could have done that every so many yeah. years torak arises and like yeah you could have just mm. voiceovered that or like the little text scroll scroll you know you know it's like every 13th year or something just to really occult it up a little Uh, yeah well it's already on (laughs) walpurgis night yeah (laughs) yeah he's he's got 72 hours starting on walpurgis nights to yeah uh turn enough people in a building so that the whole building is subsumed by the fourth fairy dimension uh (laughs) yeah I mean, it sounds cool. Like when he, when he's, when you cool. see what the plan is. So he has mm. to turn every apartment in the building that's full of people into a separate dimension of the the fairy realm. And then mm. when they're all transformed, the realm blends together and will burst forth um, to be to subsume the human realm with the fairy realm. Yeah, yeah. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, he's like overloading reality (laughs) bit by bit until finally, yeah, it can't take it anymore. It bursts out, which is like, yeah, it's interesting. It's like the idea that they're all still there, just sort of really locked away, like outside of time, I guess. Because, you know, (laughs) it's magic. We don't have to explain this. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and that's the uh, that's the bit where it's like okay I, I liked all of the lore that it's presenting like it's mm. fun uh but it's yes. not enough of it no and i would love a little I would just like want, yeah like a little more <laughs> of that because mm. it, it's enough to like okay i see the general idea of a plan and I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And we get a motivation. He's it's for revenge. Um, but other stuff comes into play, like the princess sorcerer. So she's been doing this for however long, X mm. centuries. Uh, yeah. And. I don't like she didn't get weaker. No. But she's not very good. No, yeah. She she knows kind of what to do and she definitely has power, but she's just not yeah, not particularly good at applying that power. Uh she just seems behind everything. I I kind of I kind of like that actually. It's like she's been doing this for hundreds of years because she's hundreds of years old. And it's one of those things where the older you get, you know, time seems to slip by faster. So I can sort of see her yeah, she's sitting like, in her apartment well, and going, crap, it's oh, already time. I wasn't. It's been 48 my... hours yeah. since Friday. Oh, no. <laughs> I was busy painting a painting. 
<laughs> that we never get to see. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a little weird. Like so my my biggest takeaway from this movie mm. is that it's a it's a I I don't even know if this is kid friendly. Like I'm watching this now, going like this is horrifying. Like what's going oh, yeah. on with these people? This is this was not, not me friendly. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not graphic really. Aside from the first transformation, and then there was like there's yeah. like their budget. They're not doing that again. Yep. Um, yep. But but you, the, you know it's, it's got like, it's got it's things like, like oh it's existentially yeah. horrifying because these people they don't like they're gone they don't deserve this yeah they're gone forever they've been fully transformed into parts of the fairy realm and more fairies yeah like yeah that's horrifying (laughs) yeah like maybe the Jeanettes could potentially have a life in human civilization but everyone else is like a two foot tall little (laughs) animal baby covered in ky jelly yeah (laughs) no one's gonna want to hire them no (laughs) Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that part, it's like, it's horrifying. Mm, uh, absolutely. This is what death but, looks like, says Torak, yeah, so, throwing a man against a couch. Yeah, <laughs> and so, for, for the the thing that I, like, don't even need to camp on it, but, um, mm. This movie has like the highest stakes outcome. Mm. Like yes, this will this will en- this will end the world <laughs> and and subsume it with fairy forest stuff. Like yeah. people will not exist. Like it's supposed to like destroy everything. Yeah, there there will uh, be one person, and she will be kept on display. Yes, <laughs> that that being the case. The only mm. other person who has some kind of vested interest, and I don't think she has that much of one, is uh, Eunice St. Clair. Yes. And she doesn't really seem to care a whole lot. Like, there's no, no. motivation. Like, she's just, maybe she's just tired. Um, yeah. She's like, I'm not, not done saving this stupid world. <laughs> it's full of rat burgers and sweaty. Gross. Gym uh, U.S. Army men. And, and Sonny Bono's, um, like as a microcosm, this is a real shitty. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. World, uh, yeah. So she's like, can't really be fussed to like actually save it. No, no. She, um, she, 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 like... just, she literally hands off like the whole task. She just stuffs it off to Harry Potter. Yeah, and it's like she's she like, was barely Go. gonna do anything until he showed up and went. The world's gone real weird, and she's like, oh, "I guess I care a little bit now that you're here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it mm. gets real weird. She's like, "You won't harm that child or something." It's like if you yeah. touch that boy, like who? She doesn't care. She gave him some pancakes, mm. and he's kind of a jerk. He wasn't really doing anything for her. Um, no. So I don't, yeah, it's it's kind of weird because I'm like thinking about it. She doesn't have a whole lot of motivation to do the thing. So I get it. So that's why she's just not really trying. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah. well, maybe I'll save it. Maybe, 
not this time. <laughs> uh, hey, kid, you, you take a crack at it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Take the spear and find it. the Just biggest, angriest monster and stab, it. and stab it. That's all you got to do. Um, yep. Yep. You're the chosen one or whatever. So what I do like about this <laughs> is that... You're the chosen one or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is uh, that it, it's taking that, like, that idea of, oh, you know, this the, the, the knight in shining armor, the prince charming, mm. the mm. fairy tale protagonist. Like yes. That. And effectively like neutering them mm. like this key can't do yeah. anything like he oh god no yeah this is a useless protagonist mm. yeah, and, and to be he's fair he's, a child. He's, yeah he's <laughs> he's a kid and is able to perform at the level of what a kid would probably be able to do, um, mm, given yeah, there's no, no supernatural bursts or anything here. Yeah, he doesn't get. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get any. He has a magic spear that mm. he. It's not like he's trained in the art of spear fighting. No, uh, no, absolutely not. He isn't told what it does. He's just like stab a thing with it. it might as well just be a regular spear. Uh, yeah, and not only that, but he's like been um, like physically and mentally abused by the troll. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> like nonstop. Yeah, your little sister throwing you around the house and constantly mocking you. It really yeah. does break him down as well. Like by the end of the film, he's just sitting in a chair watching her. Yeah, like, I gotta watch. I gotta watch my little sister. She's a monster. <laughs> yeah, and that was the other thing is the is Eunice just tells him, yeah, go, um, go keep an eye. You're the the best thing you can do is go keep an eye on Torok, and then let me know if he's up to something. Mm. I don't even know if she said that. I think she just said keep an eye on him. No, like if he's doing something weird, just, just you know, keep an eye on him. But <laughs> at that point, like the audience, anyone watching this knows that Torok's already gone and like killed everyone in the apartment. Yeah, it's literally just them left at that point. Yeah, it's like, like what's no point to keep an eye on him? No, yeah, he's <laughs> all, you, you you missed your chance. You didn't see when he did all the things he was set mm. out to do very slowly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's just it's weird. It's very strange. It's it's a weird feeling film at times. Especially for things like that, yeah. Oh, and then I, I, I love when um, Eunice, when she, she told him go stab. So she goes after. She has another one of the spears, and she's like, "I'll just mm. go take care of this myself." Um, yep. And goes off into the fairy world and sees the the biggest, strongest mm. creature, and she's like, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> I, I, it's like, "Oh, this guy, yeah, we're not doing that." Um, I am messing with that. Look at him; he doesn't even have any KY on him. That's how no, you know he's powerful. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I've seen the asylum demon, and I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> God, it really is big and imposing with wait, wings that it, seem wait, a little it, small. Like, yeah, and it like it took her; it knocked her spear. It like, took her spear. Yeah, she's like, well, I, that solid. was all I had. I don't have other spells <laughs> or anything. I just I gotta go. I, I gotta go. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Mm. It's like, okay. But it's, yeah, it's fine. It's all good yeah. in the end, what really matters. Uh, yeah, um, he, Harry Potter Jr. goes and find, finds out that his sister is still alive in the Fey Realm somewhere. He's got the magic spear. He goes off to rescue her, um, releases her using the spear, and then promptly puts it down. Uh, and Torox steals it. And then the biggest monster appears. And uh, it's an indiscriminate monster, I think is the way to put it. Like, it's attacking Harry Potter, but it, it's also attacking uh, Wendy? When- Wendy? Wendy, yeah. Yeah, Wendy Ann. Um, and so, obviously, uh, Torax's plan apparently really centers around having one fair-haired human girl left to be sort of on display as the princess of the fairies. Yeah, and there, so there has the to monster, be a princess if there's no princess. Has to work. be. Yeah, exactly. So uh, when the monster attacks Wendy, um, Torok has no choice but to kill it with the spear himself. Which, hey, kind of makes sense. Harry Potter was never going to do it. He's a he's a weak human teenager. Uh, we've seen Torok be extremely strong, so it makes sense that he's the one can, that could potentially vanquish this big fey beast. Uh, and is of course promptly hoisted by his own petard, as that was kind of central to his plan. It was the center of the Fey universe he was rebuilding, uh, and it all crumples in on itself, essentially. Like, immediately, everything just kind of explodes. Like, immediately. Yeah, this is, this is, a, this is a plot-important giant monster, for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, okay. I mean, the monster was cool. Yeah. Monster was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't help but shake the feeling that it was actually the same size as all the other fairy puppets, and they just shot it from a really low, really close-up angle the entire time. Oh, for for sure. Like every time you yeah. see it, it's it's like at a weird diagonal, like it's looking down um, mm. on the camera. But yeah, and, and it's, it it's had like, like big wing. It, it looked like yeah. a like a baphomet. Yeah, like a a big sort of wolfy, boary kind of. It's more animalistic. Than oh, the other you know one. what it looked like? It looked like the Jersey Devil. Yeah, just had Ooh, two that's two legs. Good, good call. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like a big Jersey Devil looking thing. Uh, that's yeah. probably only about yeah, whatever. Tall. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't remember what one I watched. Mm. Something with Larry Fessenden and. Mm. Jersey Devil. Just reuse it. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> that guy just they gave him two legs. Yeah. Um Yeah, it's it was weird. Uh it's just kind of anticlimactic. We didn't discuss the <laughs> entire um so when all the dimensions are joining, they're like it, it's mm. happening. It's it's happening. And it cuts to like outside the apartment and the top of the building, yes. like Starts open. growing a pod. Yeah, it grows a pod. <laughs> it it's it's like Day of the Tentacle. Like yes. This yeah. Giant moss tentacle thing is just flailing. It, it's that's more horrifying, I think, than anything else. If you're just looking at this mm. building and this huge <laughs> arm is, comes out, and it's like, yeah, that's yeah, Jumanji's going on in there, <laughs> but worse. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so there's oh. that bit with like other people and some cops show up to like cordon it off. Mm. I guess it 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 doesn't matter. Like that 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 scene is very short. <laughs> um, 
it's just enough to show that like that it's it's going to happen. But then, mm-hmm. yeah, Korok just, I mean, Korok undoes his plan, uh, which is fun. That's fun that Harry Potter didn't mm. get to do really. I mean, he saved his sister, I guess. Uh, and, oh, we, we didn't mention that Eunice, like, yeah, she just gets turned into a tree stump. Yeah, but then she's better, so it's all good. Yeah, she got better. Unfortunately, fun. nobody else did. Um, they're all no, all gone. Weird they're all gone. Seed pods. Yeah, they've <laughs> <laughs> they've been visited by the dung eater. Uh... Oh god, yeah, real seedbed curse going on there. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, oh. there was something else I wanted to mention. I'm trying to think of mm. what it was. The, yeah, the parents are okay. The kids get out. They're fine. Maybe not. Maybe not mentally, but they're otherwise mm. physically okay. I'm sure Harry Potter has a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> At least one. Harry Potter Sr. looks like he had to leave behind all his records. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. I think he. <laughs> did he. Yeah, I think he still had the hat. Unfortunately, mm. no. He was still wearing the hat on the way to the police station. Yeah, it's iconic to him. Apparently, oh, it's such an ugly hat. It's so bad. It's not a. <laughs> oh, it's a bad. Such a bad look. Um. Oh. Uh. What? I, yeah. The other one I did want to mention was when. Um. When. Torok is talking to um, Malcolm mm. is like the best part of the film. Yes. And Malcolm spends like, it's like three minutes, like kind of pouring his heart out to this, who he thinks is this little girl. Um, mm. And he's, he's just, he's tired. He's sick. Mm. Uh but he, it's not like he's not, he, he's resigned, but still has a sense of hope in, um, in like a childlike wonder of magic. Mm. There's, a, there's a better yeah. word for it. Um, that's like, th- th- that's still that, that sense of wonderment is what I wanted to say. Yes. Uh, yeah. and he, he relates to the story of, when he was little, uh, he he always wanted to uh, be like whisked away into like a magic world. Like his his small body uh, would be better suited to like a different place. Mm. Like like this yeah. world isn't for him. Uh, and the. This is the the second time, I guess, really, that um, Torok is... This is showing his, like, weird morality. Mm. Where he, like, he's... She's just... He places emphasis on people just based on how they present themselves. Yeah. Like, only? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> because the entire time he's... Um, he's he, you know, be, their meeting begins when um, uh, Malcolm like saves the 
mm. Wendy from a, uh, from <laughs> a uh, uh, run, over, run over by a truck, which yeah wouldn't have done anything, but you know. Oh yeah, uh, no. I mean, would have broken the masquerade, I guess. Yeah, and and Tora, just this eight-year-old oh, girl standing in the ruin of a truck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird because Torok is like, "Are you an elf?" And excuse me, Malcolm is like, "What did you say to me?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, it's a little girl." Uh, yeah, yeah, I I could be, you know, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe it's me. Maybe I am an elf. Uh, and mm. uh, Torok, you know, he, the entire time he's she's treating him as if he's uh mm. another um, fairy like fairy folk yeah part of the crew yeah yeah and um and uh, believes he's special and everything because of that yeah yeah so he's i mean he's treating him in a way that malcolm can appreciate mm. like you're like you're not it's a weird um it's like you're seeing me as a person beyond just my size but that's also what's making me like mm. that's why i'm also what, special yeah drew your interest in the first place kind yeah of thing. i think is at least how malcolm sees it whereas yeah torak is probably looking at me going this is a fairy trapped in a human body yeah we gotta save him <laughs> he's special he's special and i mean he's- i I mean, the thing is, I really appreciate that sentiment because, like, Malcolm is like the most unequivocally good and empathetic character in the entire film. Oh, because yeah, he's for like sure. a person with actual depth and, like, you know, struggles that you can, while not, you know, we can't fully understand being people of usual size, but you can, you know, empathize with and understand kind of the stuff he might have been through. Um, and then, you know, he's sick yeah, and everyone the, the... gets that. Yeah. yeah, the 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 pain that he's gone <laughs> through is is it's understandable, mm. like that that yeah experience yeah like not the not the details of it but like mm. the, the he's an em you know in a character that you can empathize with yes yes yeah, well, and, everyone um, else is literally one dimensional yeah everyone else is kind of garbage <laughs> in um, their characterization yeah yeah so. uh Torok just he seed beds him into like mm. a little the little elf brother, little brother elf with a tiny mustache with a little tiny mustache <laughs> and huge, huge like traps. It's real yeah. weird. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. yeah, he's got strong it's arms like this, now. <laughs> yeah, he's jacked, little, little jacked yeah. brother elf. Um, yeah, which, which is interesting because like. With all the other transformations, again, apart from Jeanette, who is always the weird outlier here, it's like very clearly the old guard coming back. But it also seems Torak has the ability to like choose to properly potentially reincarnate someone. Like, this is obviously just Malcolm, but even smaller. And Jeanette is obviously just Jeanette, but a nymph. Yeah. (laughs) Times three. Yeah, and with um with Malcolm because Malcolm's he's like I'm you know I'm just I'm tired of this body. He's like being literal mm. because it's the body's the body's failing him, and it's caused yeah you know headaches in thirty years of his life. 
Yeah. Um. So that's when Torque's like, "Yo, I, yeah, you do you want to be an elf, like a real one? Because <laughs> I can, I, I can, I totally got your back. I got this. Yeah, I got you, bro. And of course, he's like, yeah, no, it would be nice because again, he thinks he's talking to Wendy. Meanwhile, Torx like standing behind a chair, like we're looking yeah. at his ring, all scheming. <laughs> yeah, like I got this. Yep. Yeah, got yeah. the special reincarnation button right here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's weird because then Malcolm, Elf Malcolm is like, you know, it, it's it's a puppet. So it, mm. the, the yeah. range that it can convey is very limited. Um, and it's Absolutely. like given only the weird squeaky scared noises because he's mm. tiny. And now, yeah. like the size that can fit in like Torok's hand, mm. the little, 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 super little puppet, um, <laughs> and he's just going like, oh, like a oh. weird, scared, yeah, like his eyes are just bugging out, and and he's mm. like, it's okay, brother Elf, and that that's all we get of that. It doesn't go anywhere, yeah. um, no. <laughs> but it's like, oh, okay. And it's like you just you just really jacked everybody else up, <laughs> like so yeah, badly. Yeah, <laughs> no one else had a good time with this. Uh, you take pity on the one person who is different, I guess. Yeah, and did I can't even know if that's like I'm from all the sound of it. Like you don't get mm. you still get the raw end of the deal of your body, like kind of exploding on itself. Oh yeah, I'm sure the actual process itself was not great. <laughs> like it just it's just repeated like it's the Sunny Bono treatment but for everybody. Um mm. Yeah, it's just it's glossed over with the other ones cuz it just it cuts, you know, it cuts away from yeah. the scene and then just comes back and like, "Oh yeah, there's a gross pod." <laughs> Wonder where that came from. Yeah. Uh it's but um yeah, so that's pretty much the long and short of it, um, Torak mm. defeats himself. Yep. And uh, the it's happy for everybody except for anybody in that apartment oh. that wasn't the Potters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and even then, they just bought, they just got through the process of moving. And now they're probably going to have to move again. I'm sure that won't be any fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, weird traumatic experiences. Yeah. What is fun though is the um uh Eunice St. Clair is portrayed mm. by um uh a mother and daughter. Yes. Yeah. So that was that, that was nice. fun. It was Yeah, and, and oh, at June and Anne Lockhart. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, good good idea for casting, honestly. Well they they <laughs> did you, the transformation like scene. That, yeah. Yeah, and um, just for a, for a second, I was like, "That how did they do that? That makeup is because mm. they 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 it's um, really impressive." <laughs> <laughs> well, and no, like they're they have the same nose, like it's mm. yeah, family it's, resemblance is right yeah. there. Um, it's close enough that yeah, it also got me, and I was like, "Wow, was she in old makeup the whole time, or they got a really good?" young makeup artist and then read the casting list and was like, ah, okay, no, they just did a really smooth transition between two actors. 
Yeah. Yeah. And so that that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, the, the the movie ends on the stinger of um, the two cops like mm. going to check out the building, and one of them goes in and gets sucked into the fairy world. Yep. Yep. And <laughs> turned into another weird seed pod for I yep. don't know why, because that's already in the fairy world. So you're not like accomplishing anything other than you don't like people. Hmm. He's like, I just need more buddies. Yeah. yeah. Gotta have some more friend colors around. Yeah. But it's like, aren't they already <laughs> there? I don't like it's it's so it's like, I don't understand the logistics of it. <laughs> Like, aren't they just already in the little fairy dimension? But Eunice yeah. did say that it's different dim- fairy dimensions. Like, yeah, like little, the little, little com- pockets. Com- yeah, like little compartmented mm. cells of fairies. Mm. And there has to be <laughs> enough of them to like form a big one. Yeah. I was. Is this the first time then? Is this the first time there's been the correct size and layout of apartment? For Torok to pull his plan off. Yeah, I don't know. It's so weird. It's like, what? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but, I mean, again, this was adapted from uh, the, the original screenplay. It wasn't in an apartment. It was in a motel. And had, mm. I, from what I could gather, had nothing to do with uh, the fairy realm being resurrected. It was just like a troll or a goblin mm. going on a killing spree. Yeah. So even even less like reasoning behind it, they had to like come up with something mm. to justify a troll going on a rampage in an apartment. Like yeah. he's trying to bring back the fairy realm for revenge. Cool. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, not he, the worst motivation. <laughs> it's not, and he doesn't have. Um, so we have like tr- the traditional troll, uh, um, stone skin. So. Mm. most other versions of trolls uh, even in something like willow um they can't mm. uh be they're, like they're weak to sunlight or they'll turn into stone uh mm. or sleep um he no he's fine in the daylight like he's he's prancing around in the fairy realm in the daylight no no, no problem yeah. there so good um he's in, he's <laughs> he's just impervious to bullets like he didn't expect mm. to get shot, and it just went right through him. Yeah, like phased through. Yeah, like, I don't know if that's him or like that big weird amulet he's got on, or like. I, yeah, it did. It did yeah. like he has an amulet and a ring, and sometimes mm. has pants. It's they they sometimes aren't there. Mm. He's he's fuzzy like a um, uh, <laughs> the holder, Fader. the little holder mm. folk uh dolls. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he kind of looks like, <laughs> just a little fuzzier. Mm. Yeah, he's just a little guy. A little guy, a little fuzzy really, guy. really, really deep-seated eyes that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the most disturbing part of the of the Torah costume to me, I think, is that because the face is such a big prosthetic, like it's very long, he's got these protruding like facial features, Malcolm's actors actually phil's eyes are set so deep in the skull they're like these cavernous dark pits and then just the very human eyes staring at him like i don't like that 
He's, he always looks really calculating. <laughs> <laughs> That's because uh, he has a plan. He has a plan. He's always got a plan. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there, there was an interview I was reading um, uh, from Phil, and he was talking about you know this movie in particular and saying that mm. when he um when he was talking to charles about a role in it he he, mm. he was going for the malcolm mallory role and um charles was like actually we want you to play the troll <laughs> um but, 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 oh, but, like, but, but he's like in addition like can't ah, you just yeah. do both? <laughs> and so um, Phil ended up playing himself and the um, Torak. Mm. Uh, they've tried to reboot this twice, or like mm. make a sequel to it. Uh, there was one where they were trying to do a series, I believe, uh, yeah. in 2016, and then. Uh, more recently they were trying to film it again like just an actual sequel um mm. i want to say it's something like the return of harry potter jr something it, it's something like that because <laughs> they're just oh, running with it um yeah and i think he was approached to like hey would you would you play you know mm. uh would you come back again? And he's like, yeah, but I wouldn't get in that costume. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I hated it. He's like, it was oh, the I worst. Bet. He's like, I didn't like being in it. I just wanted to, it was nice just, you know, being a dapper professor. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. The other, uh, the other series that I, I think sometime, Maybe not even soon, just whenever. But uh, we'll take a look at Ghoulies one and two are the mm. like the integral parts of that series, um, and those were yeah. both dealt with by um, uh, Inter um, Empire Productions, and uh, um, Phil is in the Ghoulies two, mm. like a fun part in that one. So those would be oh, and then what I meant to mention was <laughs> when they're in Eunice St. Clair's apartment, and there's like the giant photo, um, not photo, giant painting on the wall that has her and um, Torok, like his his human mm. form with like the beard. Um, mm. That picture is the uh, it, it's a it, it's a you know it's an illustration or it's a drawing of like the director. Mm. that's what they use <laughs> for the funny. model and then right above them in the background there's a little green mm. goblin and that's one of the ghoulies yeah okay so it's like just as a, a little bit of a fun dinner. they just yeah put it in there mm. yeah that's like okay and that, that the, the funnest part is it's um they have like different versions of Torok, like when she's showing mm. um, him uh, Harry Potter Jr. the book with like yeah. her own story in it. Uh, mm. The Torok's different in that one; it's a different picture of him. Uh, mm. And then when she's talking about um, uh, El Elwin, I think Elwin's the little mushroom. Yeah. Okay. And she's like, 
Oh, Galwin. Yeah, it's Galwin. And yeah. uh, she's like, Galwin is my um, my sorcery, my, my magic teacher. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is Galwin. And <laughs> the, the implication is she turned her teacher into a mushroom. Yep. Yep. At some point. <laughs> and is keeping him in a pot in her apartment. Yes. And he taught, I mean, he's still lucid. Mm. He'll sit there and talk. And he's just like, yeah. yep, yep, that's me. You know, he's doing like <laughs> weird little chirps. And just like, what is, what's the story behind that? Like, I want the weird, like, I don't necessarily need it to be in this movie, but I want to see mm. or read like, what trippy, like, fairy tale is this? Like, what is going on? What's her story? Mm. It's it's so weird. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she's like yeah i was a good student like mm. so you do, outgrew you, the master yes and turned him, him into yeah <laughs> it's actually it's great cause it's fun little weird snippets of like this backstory mm. that you can just fill in your head going like man this must have just been the weirdest yeah <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, okay <laughs> Like I, I was seeking my mushroom teacher, and I had to keep him alive. Mm. And found a mystical pot. Like, or yep. he was a person, and I turned him into a mushroom so he wouldn't <laughs> die. Mm, I, you know, something, something like weird. That. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite is his. This is his favorite hat. It's a lampshade to put on his head when visitors come over. Mm. It's like okay, okay, Eunice. <laughs> it's, it's great, and she's like, un, like unabashed about she's just gonna do whatever the hell she wants because yeah. she's just she's been yeah. here so long, and <laughs> Harry Potter is trying to call her out on it, and she's just like, uh, "I'm an adult. Uh, I just have what I want. I will have what I want." He's like, "This is the stuff you'd see yeah. in a, kid, a kid's room." She's like, uh, "No, it's mine." Yeah. <laughs> When you become an adult, you can have kid stuff too. Yeah, I've given that explanation plenty of times to students. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why do you have so many toys? I can afford them. Because <laughs> I got mine money. now. <laughs> <laughs> all this, all this yeah. stuff your parents didn't get you. I got myself. <clears throat> yeah, that's the point of being an adult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. Yeah, that was troll. That was Singular. troll. It's yeah, we're not we're not doing troll two or troll three. They just get worse. Ah, uh, shame. Well, and they have <laughs> nothing to do with the first. They're not. Oh yeah, they're like yeah sequels just because they decided to call them that, having nothing to do with their production yeah. company or anything. What's and that? Troll troll is a famous game from twenty sixteen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brand recognition. It's mm-hmm. worth something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, the legally distinct troll too. Mm. But we will be doing trolls world tour, I assume. Yeah, got you. Got to have those <laughs> the the jewels in the bellies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. oh man! But yeah, this yeah. was a fun little film. Uh, I appreciated that it was short. Uh, even though I ended up still watching it in two chunks because of life. 
Um, but it's nice to have a relatively short experience that keeps the pace rolling and kind of, you know, knows what it's doing in terms of not letting you get too bored after the, like, the setup is done. And, yeah, like, fun concept. The characters can fall a little bit flat, but I think it's worth a watch um, if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, if you haven't, if you did see it way back in the day, uh, your memory's probably good enough. Yeah. I mean, at least pick up the soundtrack. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Soundtrack's great. I do like that. But, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm, I, again, I'm, I'm more interested in, like, what they're positing versus, like, what we get on the screen. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the implications of the setting are pretty cool and pretty interesting. There's stuff to dig into there, but it's not really shown directly at all. Yeah, just like the head, the head cannon stuff going on with mm. Torok and and uh, Gal- Eunice, Galwin yeah, and you like Galwin and, like yeah, there's stuff going that on. That sounds like a much better this... movie than what we got with the present day stuff. <laughs> Well, one day. It's, yeah, it's like when you, it's the turn from Beastmaster to Beastmaster 2, where Beastmaster <laughs> 1 has like a fun universe, and then it's like, we gotta take it to LA or New York or wherever they yeah. go. And it's like, yeah. but you don't. No, you didn't have to do now, that. Now you made you it bad. It just as it was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. That's Hollywood. Mm hmm. And this wasn't. This was not Hollywood. No. So this is what this is no. what you get when you can do whatever the heck you want with your own yeah. productions. Do, do some weird stuff off in Italy. Set it in San Francisco. That's right. Oh. You can put as much jelly on those puppets as oh, you want. God, they shouldn't have put any jelly on the puppets. I'm really, really anti-jelly in this film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's like there's jelly boogies. Yeah, like like some of the yep. puppets just have a runny nose, and then then Tora gets a runny nose too. You're like what? Get yep. your snotty yep. nose away from me! Getting all those human diseases. Uh, oh, it just makes Ugh. me think the wor- the worst Ugh. offender is um, mm. Ernest Scared Stupid, and yeah, it's like he has to fight the troll, and the troll has the boogie nose, and he has to he mm. uh, he kisses his face, Ugh. and it's like oh, yeah. the boogies. Please do not. <laughs> oh, do not. Yeah. <sighs> oh, okay. On that note, we'll wrap this up because that's just yeah. No more KY jelly. Pleasant, pleasant dreams for everybody. Yeah. All concerned. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. So that's us for this week. We will be back next week with um. More Elden Ring, where we'll be yeah. firmly into Volcano Manor. And yeah, the good bit of Mount Gale Man. <laughs> in, in fun inhabitants. Mm. There's some, there's yeah. Some there's a lot going on in there. Yeah, there's some weirdos <laughs> going, hanging out in that little burnt down corner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, love yeah. those weirdos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, Cameron, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K, where you can listen to me complain about having to cover for two other people at work because everyone's got COVID uh, and hear me 
talk about, hooray, Australian politics is something I don't have to complain about all the time now. And also occasionally photos of my cat, who's being very sweet lately. Uh, so if you're interested in any of that, go on over to Twitter and check me out. Um, Dave, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter as well at Sentinel underscore plus. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Mon underscore D Monster, our wayward and relaxing co-host. You can find on mm. Twitter at uh, Dr. Faust is dead. He's, he's working on some more, um, some more creepy stuff, true creepy <laughs> analog horror, something, um, mm-hmm. in the pipeline. Yep. Uh, and that's on YouTube. I think that's also at Dr. Faust is, or just Dr. Faust yeah. is dead on YouTube. At Dr. Faust is dead. Yeah. And you can also find him under Umbra Knox Productions on both yes. platforms, yes. I believe. Yes, that is, that is true. And this, uh, this episode, as well as back episodes, you can find on mm-hmm. our website at monsterdeer.monster. Uh, if you'd like to send us emails or DMs, DMs mm. are open on Twitter. And yep. then the email is um, monsterdearmonster at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since there's been any emails coming in. <laughs> send us reviews. Uh, send, yeah. us, send us requests and suggestions yeah. um, for something to look at because we've got stuff mm. in the works. But um, yeah. So it's sometimes an more. off week or something, you know, we'll we'll take a look at it, um, or we mm. can watch it in advance. <laughs> and if you'd like to chat with us about anything, um, we always have guest spots open. Um, yes. If we don't reach out to you, you can reach out to us, and we'll we'll Please see if do. we can make that happen. Uh, mm. We love having people on the show. Yeah. So that's yeah. a wrap for this week. We will be back with you next weekend. Bye, bye, folks. Bye, everybody.